Hello everyone, and welcome to Dust World, the guest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is this the real life? Or is this all a complex RPG game and we're the NPCs? Fuck, man. I Don't thought, ask me. <laughs> I thought no, you were... Wait, wait, wait. No. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah. Did you guys hear that? What? What? The sound of Ritz and Dave not sounding really weird and quiet. Can I, can I oh, get a, yeah. a sample of that? <laughs> um... What do you want from me? Here, I have a sample. <laughs> Can I sing the Sonic song? Yeah, sure. That's actually a pretty good sample. Go for it. <laughs> God damn it. I hate this. I hate that I've actually backed you're myself back, into this. You're backing out. You're you backing out. Into no! I can't back out, but I can't back in. <laughs> How about you, Dave? How about you, Dave? Can I Can I get a nice listen of that? Can I hear that can, beautiful... Can I get a woo? Oh, yeah? Can, can I get a woo? Oh, uh, yeah? Of that beautiful new mic quality? Rolling around at the speed of sound. No, you're it. Oh, you're, it it's not your turn, Rex. <laughs> whoa, that's enough. Whoa. Sorry, I did the whoa. <laughs> nice. What happened last time in Kingmaker? Um, um I don't know. Maybe all the Nate pussy. I don't know. I don't he control did. him. I probably. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Good for him. I'm, I'm sure. I'm pretty sure he probably did. <laughs> Last time ties into what we did uh, last time, last time. Um, so we we were in the village of Lizard. Lizard. I don't know for their fucking name. What was their name again? Lizard Folk. Yeah. Lizard Folk. Um, wow, that should be simple and easy for me to remember, shouldn't it? It should. Um, it's better than Iruxi, which is what they also go by. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> oh, fuck's an Iruxi. Oh my god. Um, Lizard Folk. <laughs> you know what? valid um so we we got into quite a pickle where me and casca were stuck in the kind of like hut where they're like quote-unquote god prophet was like being kept kind of that's like what they believed but it's really it was really tartuk and we learned that um so we turned back into our regular forms because we were disguised. And boy, howdy, did we have a fight? Um, Alden had to break out of his little prison and um, with a kid in tow. And Casca and Iker had to... Boy, they had to deal with that guy alone for a while. <laughs> and that was not fun. Um, and eventually everything was okay, as it usually is. Um... And we got the boy home, uh, and things are things are getting all right. You brought the kid back, woo! Yeah, we brought the kid back, and the mom was happy. I'm very yeah, I'm glad. I would hope so. Uh, so it's uh, like we mentioned, a month has been passing since then. Uh, so we're gonna quickly jump into our kingdom upkeep, okay? Oh shit! Okay. So uh, as per usual, uh, we're going to do. A stability check to see if we can uh, get calm down some of the unrest because there has been unrest. Um, Grigori, the uh, soapbox guy, has still been stirring shit up. Uh, he's been getting worse, actually. Mm. Uh, we're gonna get into that in a little bit, but for the moment, we're gonna see if Akiros has been able to keep people calm. Uh, and that is a six. Plus our stability. 
Oh, uh, which is a 28. <laughs> oh, so, gross. in spite of it all, a 6 plus 28 is a 34, which is just about enough to pass the control DC. Oh, thank you, Kiros. Yes, just Kiros. about. Uh, so he does reduce the uh, unrest by one. Uh, which is good because that's brought it down to two. Thank God. Thank God. <sighs> uh, so now we also have to pay consumption. Uh, so hopefully you have enough in your treasury to pay for it. You absolutely do. You have 17 uh, BP in your treasury. And the consumption for this month is two. So uh, you're down to 15. But you have enough uh, money to pay people. Which is nice. That Hooray. is pretty nice. People should get paid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so we're going to actually have to make some magic items. Uh, this is something I forgot <gasps> we were doing. Uh, but we're going to see, uh, because we have an uh, an exotic artisan, I believe uh, we can generate a magic item. Oh, fuck yeah. Okay, so um, the way this works is uh, we have a settlement district that have buildings that can produce magic items, which is in this case, Mikimex Artisans. Uh, so there's a chance oh. that we can fill these slots with magic items. So I'm going to have to roll a d100 uh, for this district, uh, which roll is it. Suit Scale Hill. And I got a fifth, uh, just a straight up 50. Fuck. Uh, Alright. Which means that, yes, uh, a magic item has been created in... Uh, it's not a big one. It's not a big one. But uh, a few a magic item has been created in Mickey Max Artisans. Uh, you get you see that there's a few flyers saying that he has crafted a really nice ring. So if you want to check that out during your downtime, that is something you can do. Okay. Uh, but back to kingdom building, because that's all well and good. But uh, we're gonna make if you want uh, Alden to make a loyalty check. We can try to reduce the unrest a little further. Um, okay, what's the modifier, just so that I know? Uh, well, it's a loyalty check, so it is a plus 18. Oh, shit. Um, 16 plus 18. Uh, 16 plus 18. 34. God, that sure is math I can't do. How did you calculate <laughs> that so fast? Jesus yeah, what the fuck are you, a computer? Well, the control DC I is a 34, need. so yeah, you make it. <laughs> cool. Oh, fuck, okay. So, you do unrest, uh, Alden does a lot of crime hunting this month, and everyone's like, yeah, I mean, sure, Grigori brings up some good points, but like... Excuse but Alden's me? just got this charming little see, smile. Did you see so the half-orc, uh, sheriff rushing through the town, chasing, like, a couple of bandits, and he ran them into a dead end, and, like, he kicked him in the sack? <laughs> So cool. And then he did. He's just really cool. Then he did a backflip and perfect. <laughs> he did do a backflip. <laughs> I heard that he did some cartwheels. It was so funny. I heard cool. that Alden has an eight pack. <laughs> I heard he's shredded. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're going into phase two real fast. Uh, we're gonna uh, claim some hexes. Uh, so looks like you can actually this month finally get to Oleg's trading post. Yes. Great. Woo! 
Finally. We have such a weird, we have such a weird shaped country. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kilsella right now, it sort of snakes along the edges of the yeah. mouth and our lashes. It's like a snake uh, with its it head go, cut It off. never enters the woods, but it certainly goes around it. Yeah. We'll enter so, the woods eventually. Uh, and then there's the Seuss-Kill tribe. Yeah, and then there's the Seuss-Kill tribe off to the side. Um, we'll get so them eventually. you, uh, spend one like BP to... like a fucked up exclamation to, point. Uh... <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> uh, you spend one BP to uh, get Oleg's uh, trading post and the surrounding areas into your kingdom. Nice. Fuck yes. Hell yeah. Uh, so, what uh, did you guys want to uh, build a town here? Um. Yes. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Okay. So uh, we're going to get right into that. So, uh, to make this new settlement, you'll be able to, uh, obviously make the new settlement, uh, and you'll be able to put, uh, two buildings into it to start. Okay? Mm-hmm. And, uh, you can also put an improvement if you want to build a farm or something. Uh, however, because of how convenient Oleg, uh, the fact that Oleg's trading post is already there, uh, you will get a discount on building something there. So, uh, if you were to incorporate, uh, Oleg's trading post into, uh, settlement... Uh, it is a free shop, stable, or watchtower. Okay. So what do you want uh, Oleg's trading post to be forever and uh, forever? And also, what are you going to call this element? Because he, sell- he suggested Olegton. I'm not going to fucking name it Olegton. No. Why not? Because it's not okay, a good here's name. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Yeah. It might be a bad name. But do you really want to upset Oleg? He will be if so it means fucking that sad. he could have a okay. better name than okay. fucking Olegton, then yes. What is his surname again? Uh, Levitan. Levitown. Why don't we just name it Levitown? <laughs> <laughs> How is that any better? I love it. I'm going to die. What a great idea! <laughs> How is this better than Olegton? <laughs> It's, it's not, not just named after that. him. <laughs> okay. So are we calling it Levitown? No! Sure, why not? I have to leave. I mean, Levitown could be a lot worse. How could it be he wants worse? it named after him, so... <laughs> and do and just... again, do we want to upset him? Levittown. L-E-V-E-T. Town. Or you could call it Levitt Village. Or like... Levitt something. Um, Levitt post. I don't know. Really, uh, uh squeezing out the creative brain juices there, huh, Ritz? I'm fucking <laughs> trying my best. <laughs> if you guys want to name it uh, after the fucking guy, <laughs> I think that we should name it Levittown because that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> I think generally calling it something like uh. Levitt's Cradle or something, or... Levitt's, Levitt's Cradle? What the fuck? You just had that up your sleeve? <laughs> <laughs> or like, uh, Le- I like that. Or I like Levitt's that Crossing, name. because it has, like, the, um, the roads Levitt's going crossing in. Levitt's Crossing is very good. It is a crossing as I well. I like that. Where were yeah. these a few minutes ago? <laughs> uh, Levitt's Crossing? <laughs> yeah. Let's do that. Your life. Okay, so do you want it to be a shop, a watchtower, or a stable? Um, 
Well, it's already like a shop. What? Right? What was it? What before it? It was like a trading post. That's like a shop, right? A shop is also pretty expensive. Usually, it's usually eight, uh, eight bill points. So getting that for free is nice, especially since it boosts the economy, which then, is always yeah. great. Fuck and it also yeah, increases. Uh, you can actually buy some pretty good magic items over there now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's. What? Yeah, let's do that. Like, yeah, I like let's the idea do of doing that. And then I then I start um, I start um, making it rain with the money that we're hmm. spending on this. Uh, <laughs> what else do you want in Levita- uh, Levitt's Crossing? I was going to say Levittown um, again. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Alden calls it Levittown to piss off Iker. Um, Iker isn't like pissed; he's just like tired. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that having like, of course, having like. Homes. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want mm-hmm. me to uh, put some houses in? Yes. yes. Okay. So more places well. To stay. Oh, so that's another tree. Uh, tree BP, which brings you down a little bit. Uh, it does also incre- uh, decrease the unrest. Ooh. So you oh, brought you unrest down to zero. Fuck more yes. homes. Fuck you, Gregory. <laughs> uh, and you can build one more thing. Um. Hmm. Hmm. Where do you have a shop? Shop houses. Um, houses. It's um, like an inn, right? Uh, John. Well, would you want an inn, a specific inn? Because uh, like, like you don't have. There isn't an inn there right now. They uh they would be transforming the entire trading post into specifically a shop. But you could build an inn extension to it. I mean, that would pretty be. That would be nice to still have yeah. it be. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, also very good for still... people who are coming in from Brevoid. Yeah, yeah, honestly, mm-hmm. people, like coming uh, in, and, like traveling. it does cost ten, uh, ten mm. BP to cost an, uh, to make an inn. However, it increases your economy and loyalty, and also mm. makes it even easier to buy expensive items. How much? So right now many, you can actually. How much BP do we have? Uh, you have more than enough for that. Okay. If okay. if right. it like if it won't like fuck us over, yeah. Okay. Um, well, actually, this we means have, that I think uh, we have trauma from crossing. our first year. <laughs> Levitt's Crossing okay, is uh, where you can buy your most expensive magic items now. I believe you can buy up cool. to level 7 now, which is choice, 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 boys. Very choice. Yes. Future-proofing. <laughs> you are future-proofing, and I'm very proud of you. Wow. You're all very strong and handsome. And yes. beautiful, okay? <laughs> You're beautiful. Oh, thank you. So, uh, your BP is now down to 1 BP, which obviously doesn't sound great. Uh, however, because of your great, great economy, that's probably going to be fine. Um, your stability is fucking 31. That is ridiculous. Shit. <laughs> Woo! You're a chaotic yeah. good settlement! Anyway, uh... Dukedom nukedom. You haven't uh, created an army yet. No. Not interested in that? I, I mean... don't... Think. I think we might need to eventually. Yeah, eventually. I, um, eventually, I'm, yeah. Because I think we, specifically because I'm getting a little worried. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm getting a little worried about that other kingdom. Oh, and I don't want us to be without anybody except for the four of us. Yeah. Because that would be a terrible idea. Yeah. Um, would it, it would suck anus. It would really fucking suck. It really sure would. would. <laughs> um, so I think that we should legitimately look into doing that as like soon. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, so or that's my lawful David. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, we're going to go into some downtime and some quick RP moments. Uh, Iker, what are you going to yes. do? Iker is going to head on down to Suitscale Hill. Okay, uh, where are you going to Suitscale Hill for? Um, he wants to check out their to magic his, item. To see his lovely friends. To see his lovely friends, Mickey Mac. Okay, well, uh, you make your way down to uh, Suitscale Village. Um, this place is, uh, it's very different to uh, Gilmorg or Fangberry or even Cavern's Edge. Uh, because it was explicitly built for monsters. Mm-hmm. Um, the streets are narrower, and uh, the way that buildings are built is they straight up block out the sun. So it's more like walking through caves than through uh, a street. Yeah. Even though they are houses, they're just houses which tilt towards on top of each other. So only like a tin beam of light uh, goes through the very top, uh, kind of marking down the center of the paths. Uh, I really like so that valid. imagery. There's um, a, a lot of kobolds living here, of course, uh, but more recently, goblins have started showing up as well. <gasps> I love you, goblins. Oh, I love you, really? goblins. I love you so much! Uh, as you're sort of making your way towards Micmac's Artisans, which is definitely the, sh- uh, the city's or the uh, village's most notable area, uh, you see, like, a couple of them, and they're, like, uh, starting little fires and, like, blowing them out, and going, <laughs> And they see you and, like, they kind of scamper or afraid that you're going to, like, kick them or something because that's what a lot of people do to goblins. No, Iker just no. gives them a thumbs up. They shakily give you one back, uh, realize you're not going to attack them, and then they keep going, heh <laughs> uh, <laughs> Because they are like that. They really uh, I love goblins more than I love air. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you enter Mikamek's uh, artisan shop. Um, in the, uh, center of the shop, there is a, uh, statue made of clay that's kind of like, it's kind of like, uh, we'll say Art Nouveau. Um. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh-huh. Or at least the Cobalt's understanding of Art Nouveau. I kind of <laughs> slopped on top of each other, like, in blocks. Uh, actually, now that I think of it, it's probably a little bit more Art Deco, uh, for those... For those of you who give two shits. Oh, uh, well, okay, okay. Alright. Uh, and uh, you see uh, Mickey Mac is at the top of the thing and he's kind of like, uh, he's like behind a desk sketching out an idea and Nack Peak is looking over his shoulder going, hmm, hmm. Uh, he's, uh, Nack Peak has like uh, a hammer and uh, they're kind of, they look up and, uh, Mickey Mac says, Oh! Baron Iker, how can I help you? Iker the kind, Iker the wonderful and patronage. Oh Iker is fine. Um, <laughs> I came to, you know, kind of visit, because I heard you guys did something real cool. Oh, you heard of the ring, I see. I did, I wanted to see it, I was curious. Uh, he, uh, he turns to Neck Peak and says, Nakpeak, will you please go get the ring? And uh, Nakpeak says, yes, I will. And uh, there's actually something different about Nakpeak. Oh? Um, you can't quite put your finger on it immediately. Uh, 
And you're probably like looking at Neck Peak a little weird. Because you're like, hmm, there's something slightly different. Um, and you realize that Neck Peak's uh, kind of got like different ridges around the back of uh, their head. Different to like what they were last time. Hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, Neck Peak brings him back and says, Here you go. Here are the uh, here is the ring that we crafted as a team. Oh. Let me take a look. Uh, fucking looks at it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you kind of look. And uh, it is a really nice ring. Um, it's kind of got like... Uh, a ram on the front of it, like uh, a, the head of a Ooh. ram with big horns. And uh, Mickey Mac says, This is our latest creation. I call it a ring of sheep. Ring she- of sheep? I? Sheep? <laughs> sheep don't well, have horns, do they? Some do. Uh, some they some do, do, I fuck. believe. Male um, does? <laughs> it is a ring of the ram. It's just Mikamek is being Mikamek. <laughs> he's being valid is what he's being. Yes. Mm. Um, Nicker looks at it. He's like, oh, wow, that's pretty good. That's ring of the sheep, Thank huh? Thank you. We made it as a team. I drew, I drew it and she made it. Oh. Teamwork, huh? So... Besides this, uh, what's new with you two? Uh, a neck peek kind of leans over the table and says, Well, I'm a girl now. Oh, she's trans! <laughs> ah! Uh, huh? I had a feeling when you said she, I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, you can see that those, uh, ridges around the back of her head are different to, uh, what, uh, a lot of the male cobalts have. And you're like, oh, gender dimorphism in reptiles. Oh. I love trans reptiles. That so is much. awesome. <laughs> I'm emotional. <laughs> um, Iker is just like, well, I'm happy for you. Surrounded by non cis people, Iker. What are you gonna do? <laughs> what are you gonna, gonna do? Congratulate them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's like, yeah, I got tired of being a guy, so I'm a girl now. You know what? That is That's valid. gender. That is gender fluidity at its finest. <laughs> it's valid. Um, I support you. It does look like there has been a physical difference and a change. Um, yeah. So you kind of surmise that kobolds uh, are apparently uh, they're able to undergo physical change to uh, literally change sex whenever it sort of feel like whenever it want when they want to, uh, which is something that a lot of animals do. Mostly it's fish, but hey, kobolds can apparently. So that's interesting. Uh, the ring of the ram is sort of glittering in front of you, and uh, Mikimek says, We've been getting people all over to come look at it, but no one can afford it because it is, in fact, a magical item not meant for regular people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fair. Um, how much is Mikimek it? licks his lips, and Nakpik also licks her lips. God. Uh, <laughs> Please, God, don't do that. What's wrong? Uh, 
You know what? Nothing. Nothing's wrong. How much is it? Knackpeak <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks down and says, This bad girl! It's 160 gold pieces! Mm. 160 gold? That's 1,600 silver. Yeah. So Knackpeak <laughs> looks up that's... at you with her big old eyes and she's like, So, are you interested? Ah, uh, if you're looking at the ring, and he looks at MacPeak, and he looks back at the ring, oh. he looks back at MacPeak. <laughs> He's like, you know, I'm interested, but you know, this might have to wait till another day, MacPeak. They both scowl. They're like, huh? Better oh. be good, stingy, it would seem. You're calling me stingy? <laughs> <laughs> Baron Iker doesn't know a good ring when he sees it, it would seem. I d oh, no. Ooh. Baron you know Iker, Alden would buy it if he came here. Well, then maybe Alden should I think. Alden you... sneezes. Looks like I'll send Alden over then. Bye. <laughs> oh shit! And you leave Suitscale Village in a huff. And as you're leaving, you see uh, a towering figure stand before you, and it's the statue of Viceroy Suitscale, leering down at you with that ugly, ugly, badly made face. <laughs> and you leave because <laughs> Suitscale Village is clearly doesn't understand uh, how what a gift you are. <laughs> <laughs> gift you he does are. not think he's a gift. <laughs> um, Alden. Mm hmm. Uh, what are you gonna do? I think Alden's gonna go <clears throat> up to. Um, is it Levitt? 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 Levitt's crossing. crossing. Oh, fuck. Okay. Um, so Alden's gonna go there. I think. Because I'd like to, and he'd like to as well, um, he probably even more than me, would like to um, try and upgrade his weapons. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am a simple man. Give him the strong boy weapons. You go down to Levis Crossing, and uh, the place is still under construction. You can see houses being built, uh, and you can see, like, there's a lot of work going on. Um... And there, standing in front of Levitch Crossing, is, uh, or at least in front of uh, Oleg's trading post, uh, which is now uh, taking on a new form as uh, Leviton's trade store. Uh, they're upgrading it. Uh, he turns and uh, sees you, Alden, and he grins and he's like, Ah! I! Hi. How's. He co like, comes over to you and like he pulls you into like a big man hug because you know this yeah, you know two 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 masculine men hugging because two that dudes hugging it out fuck talk to masculinity being bro guys being friends yeah. <laughs> uh, he uh, pulls you into that hug and he looks at you and says how are you doing I'm so you know I can't thank you enough for helping make this place. Uh, even more successful than it was before, because, like, obviously, we were doing pretty good, but... Mm. Wow! <laughs> this well, really is fantastic. 
You were like the first people that you and your wife were the first people to like help us. Of course, we'd want to help you out too. Well, I mean, if you look at it that way, you were the first people to help us. That's so concerning. If no one has ever helped them before, <laughs> you, you um, got rid of the bandits. All right. Yeah, well, like that was a whole thing. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> but like I just wanted. I care about you, Oleg. Well, you've got me here. Uh, how can I help you? He kind of like leads you into uh, Oleg's trading shop, uh, which is a lot. It's basically is the horse still there. Uh, there is a, the inn has a stable, uh, which you assume is... Clatterjaw must be in. Uh, <laughs> although you're not sure how he's doing, you don't know how lo- how good that guy's lifespan is. You don't know how. <laughs> no, stop that! He's, he's been dead in there the whole time. Wow, Clatterjaw's been dead for 30 years. <laughs> you need to forget him. The it's not your fault. Your fault. <laughs> the accident wasn't your fault, Alden. God. Uh, he leads you in. They basically trans, uh, like, sort of change all of the old inn into a trading shop. So it's mm-hmm. huge. There's actually a lot of people, like, uh, helping build, obviously. But you can see that there's a few uh, people who are helping uh, sell stuff. He's got fellow merchants here now, which is new and exciting. I'm like, holy shit. You really, really made this place pretty fucking great. Not that it wasn't before. No, you're right. It's uh, it's definitely an upgrade. I'm really, really happy we're, we're where we are. You know. Hmm. So, what can I do for you? Um, I actually came here, for uh, because I wanted to um. I wanted to upgrade my swords if I could in some way. Huh. Let me take a look. And uh, he glances down at your swords, and he says. I mean, weapon potency isn't, uh, it doesn't come cheap. It costs 65 gold to, uh, upgrade to a plus one weapon. <laughs> What's wrong? I need two silver! Oh, I mean, you can talk to him, dude. Alden's like... <sighs> yeah? What? Can I owe you two silver? <laughs> He looks at you with kind of like a dumbfounded expression, and then like he just bursts out laughing, and he's like, "Oh my god, Alden!" He puts a hand on your shoulder and says, "Didn't we just have a talk about how you helped me and I helped you?" <laughs> okay, you're wrong. You're not Too wrong. Too silver? Nothing. <laughs> like you're still paying. Oh my god. I like walking to a store and buying a TV and being, like, oh, "I'm two euros short." Like, you know. <laughs> The fuck is a TV? We, huh? The hell's a euro? <laughs> the fuck is a TV? <laughs> What's a euro? <laughs> he looks at you seriously and says, "Never you mind." Oh, no! oh my god! Uh, oh, like he's a time traveler. Time lord. I can work on it. Uh, don't worry about that two silver. We'll pay. Uh, we'll get you a nice. Uh, and he looks at your things. Do you want the uh, cold iron sword or the? Uh, old rusty sword to be upgraded. Mm, probably. Because uh, the thing is, that cold iron sword, the problem with cold iron is it's good at killing fey, but they're particularly resistant to magic. So even if you got this thing to be a plus one uh, weapon, you wouldn't necessarily be able to add an enchantment like, I don't know, flaming or shock 
until you got it to a higher level again. Mm, then probably, then a, a better idea would be for the the, the, the other sword, right? Yeah, you, if we were to upgrade the old sword, uh, it would probably work out pretty okay. Well, all right. This is that like this is this sword is sort of. Also, I see you've got some doubling rings. So, yeah. If you were to enchant this sword and get it to have a special property, it would just transfer onto the cold iron one. Oh, well, that makes everything a lot more simple. <laughs> uh, he sort of like rubs his chin and pl- uh, strokes his beard and says, "If you leave that with me for just a few days and come back for it, we'll be able to get you something good." Sure. Okay. So uh, he takes you, the sword out and he hands it to him. You take it uh, and you uh, hand the money over. And uh, mm-hmm. as you're leaving, you bump into someone. It's literally all of his money. <laughs> all his money. You bump into someone. Mm-hmm. It's far away. Oh. <gasps> hey. Uh, far away uh, smiles and says, Alden, how are you doing? I'm good. Uh, he looks the place up and down and says, it's come quite a way since uh, we first visited, isn't it? Yeah, it really has. So what brings you to Olegton? Or what is it? the actual name? Levitt's Crossing? It's, it's Levitt's Crossing. It's cro- he takes out his who journal is telling and you, writes who it Who is down. telling you that it's Olegton? Was it Oleg? Of course it was Oleg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what brings you to Levitt's Crossing? Oh, I was here to upgrade my sword. Ah. A sword, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I hear there's rumors of a powerful sword buried out there somewhere. You say these things to me. The sword of an old barbarian lord. Buried but broken. It's a sword of some immense power if uh, old stories are to be believed. They say you it's see- found in the lonely hollow. Alden, Alden whispers, like, oh, fuck. Like, the lonely, the lonely hollow? Yes, but no one knows exactly where it is. It's lost the annals of time. It could take centuries to find where the lonely hollow truly is. The gnome, uh, (laughs) the gnomes that, that were making the, the map said they found the lonely hollow. Well, <laughs> and I have a map that I bought from them because they were not. They wouldn't leave me alone. He looks at this. He kicks at the floor and says, "Well, <laughs> sorry, far away." I fucking love him. And then he walks inside. Sad. Hey! Oh no! Oh, no! No! No um, sadness. Okay, Casca. Uh, Yes. What are you doing? Uh, she's probably gonna go talk to somebody. One of the uh, NPCs. Do you have anyone in mind? Maybe Tanner. Tanner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, how do you uh get Tanner's attention? I mean, where would she normally be? A woman. be? <laughs> uh, she's often out like in the narrow marshes doing a bit of adventuring herself. Mm. Uh, but she'll come back every once in a while. Uh, she's fairly easy to get in Castle Can. Uh. <laughs> In Castle Gilmore, uh, because she works there. She is the <laughs> she is the grand diplomat. You know. So yeah, uh, it's she... pretty easy to get a hold of her. 
I think she probably runs into her in the forest then. Oh wow, yeah, I guess you do both do a lot in the forest, it's more likely. Yeah. So you uh, enter the uh, woods and you see her one day, and she sees you as well, and she's like, Oh, Casca, hey, how are you doing? I'm doing great, what about you? Just... Great, fancy seeing you here, huh? Uh, yeah, I was just taking Isra out for a bit of exercise, seeing if there was anything that I could forage and cook for later, but it's good seeing you. What you doing? Yeah, it's... I'm good. I was actually just on the way back into uh, St. Gilmorg. Uh, oh. She's like, I think you're probably like close to the Tuskwater right now, so it's mm. not too far back into St. Gilmorg. Yeah. Uh, and uh, she's seeing... Uh, she uh, sort of like comes back and says, do you want to come with? I was actually just going to go to the York's Tavern. Oh, sure. I can use a drink. Yeah, that'd be great. She's kind of like slaps your shoulder a little bit. Uh, <laughs> you were going to say she slaps her ass. <laughs> no, she, no, she doesn't do that. Um, Yet. <laughs> you, you guys are walking on a little bit and she's like, uh, so she's like, it's nice to go to bars with people. Uh, Latricia doesn't go into taverns much. Uh, she's ace, so a lot of the time people see her and just start hitting on her and it annoys her. And she gets really crabby for the rest of the day because, she, you know, people don't really respect her boundaries much. Uh, listen, I understand that some people can be a little too touchy at the bars, especially if yeah. you're in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she kind of like uh, puts a hand on your shoulder and says, Well, no one's going to bother us if it's just us two. Uh, honestly. I really hope they don't. <laughs> um, so as you're on your way back, uh, you pass through the streets of St. Gilmore uh, when you hear... Ah, shit, here we go again. You hear <laughs> someone uh, shouting. Casca sighs and she says, Oh, if it's the shout that I recognize, I'm not gonna it's like this. shout you recognize. Ugh. Tana, if you'll excuse me for a second, and she goes towards the yeah, shouting. Sure. She goes towards uh, the shouting. Of course, there's uh, Grigori in his stupid, like, navy blue outfit, standing <laughs> up on a sofa, <laughs> and sort of uh, shouting to uh, a crowd, which seems to actually be kind of getting a little bit riled up. Uh, and he's saying, Another hunter slain in the hills outside St. Gilmore. Another hunter falling victim to wolves. And yet, the leaders of St. Gilmore do nothing. And, you know, the people are getting... They don't like that. They're like, oh yeah, that sucks. Because more and more these uh, so-called professional adventurers go out into the wilderness, and every time, when they come back, they bring the wilderness with them. These monster attacks are happening because people and humanity is living alongside monsters. You see how they've built a town for kobolds now. And yet, towns like Smitty's End still only barely thrive. What kind of nation is this where they put the vague concept of heroism over the practical lives of people? Putting them in danger for fun 
out going off uh, picking up gold and loot which they only use for themselves rather than for the benefit of towns. What makes you think that nearly dying every time we venture out is fun? Uh, the people turn and they're like, <gasps> uh, seeing you, and you're a pretty respected uh, person in the town. However, uh, loyalty isn't super high right now, so they're all kind of like looking at you with kind of wary eyes. Uh, and you kind of hear them whispering, saying, she just came in from the wilds. Maybe, like, maybe he's right. Maybe because of how often they go into the wilderness, they're just tempting it, uh, animals to come back in. Um, and uh, Grigori, standing at on his soapbox, and says, And here they come, ready to shut me down again because I'm not spewing out their government-approved message. You know, for a city which uh, supposedly loves liberty, you guys don't like hearing other people's opinions, huh? Oh no, you can talk all you want. I'm just giving you a counter-argument to keep talking. You say so this with go like, on. a deadpan expression. She is. You can actually, you can hear it in my voice. She's just like, she's not pleased, but she's not letting it show. She's just like, I'm gonna give <laughs> you, you a legally... counter-argument. You can keep going all you want. I could do this all day. Uh, I actually want you to make a diplomacy check against diplomacy. him. Okay. Give me one second to... Thing and there's my diplomacy plus nine. Okay, it's a nineteen. Oh yeah, you beat him. Uh, you beat him yeah. good. <laughs> uh, the people kind of look up at him again, and he like stumbles for a second, trying to like counter argument to your counter argument. <laughs> uh, and you see a few people like walk away. Uh, and he, like, grits his teeth at you. And I think he comes off the soapbox and picks it up and, like, walks up to you. <laughs> okay. And, like, he he's a little shorter than you. Um, <laughs> but he's wider. He's got, like, a kind of like a neckbeard deal going on. Uh, but despite his apparent lack of self-care when it comes to his like personal appearance he dresses very fine uh and he looks up okay. at you with smoldering eyes and he says uh you don't really understand yet do you understand that you're talking very loudly to the others understand no what? you don't understand that i'm not here because i just want to be I'm here because I have a job to do, and I'm going to keep doing this job. Okay. So sure. you can come around and keep trying to shut me down. But you know, if something bad happens to me, everyone's going to know what happened. If something bad happens to you, we'll investigate it. We're not touching you. Kind of snorts and storms off. What a dick. <sighs> okay. And she walks back over to Tanner and she's like, I'm very sorry about that. That's a problem that should probably be taken care of at some point. But, you know, freedom of speech. Um, Tanner, like, looks around and she almost looks like she's in a trance for a second. 
before she snaps out of it. She's like, huh? What? Uh, are you okay? Yeah, no, wow. Sorry, I was, uh, kind of zoned out for a second. Uh, no worries. Uh, sorry about the, that oh, yeah, whole yeah. thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, don't, don't. He was making some good points, though, wasn't he? Uh, There's something <gasps> going on. He, he was making points, yes. But we are taking care of it. Yeah, no, you, I know you are. Hey, let's go get a drink. Right. You sure you're alright? Yeah, I'm good. Let's go. Let's let's drink up. Okay. Um, and I think uh, you guys make your way into the tavern, and you see Iker and Alden uh, are already there. Oh, Alden hey. is Fortnite dancing. I'm kidding. <laughs> He's just drinking. Uh, you go past Crowley, who gives you uh, a hearty uh, evening, girls. <laughs> <laughs> Good evening. Um, and uh, Tanner grins and sits down with you guys, and says, "So, what's new, everyone? How are you guys doing?" I went up to, to Levitt's Crossing. Oh, oh yeah, how was that? They're doing pretty well. Um, that the the trading post is now it's it really is like a, a shop now. It's like did he end up putting up like the decoration I uh, supplied him with? What decoration was that? Don't worry about it. Well, now I have to go check oh. again. <laughs> what was it? Don't worry about it. It's just, I'm worried about it. She looks vaguely, vaguely uh, worried and uncomfortable, but also like kind of like a toddler when you catch him doing something they're not supposed to be doing. <laughs> Tanner, is everything okay? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, Tanner, don't worry about the was it a head? No, it wasn't a head. Okay, you know what? I'm not sense. concerned then. I'm gonna roll. I'm gonna roll sense motive. Okay. Uh, that's perception. What's your perception modifier? My good friend Tanner um, would never lie. I don't trust that at all. <laughs> um, my perception is plus eleven. Yeah, she's she fucking got a skeleton of some sort. That's you're so sure of it. There's no other way. All this oh like, God. are you sure it's not a skeleton of some sort? It's not a human skeleton. But it's a skeleton! I don't know- I don't know why you started with that! <laughs> is it a skeleton? Because that's worrying! What was is the... it something that used to be alive? No fucking no. shit, it's a skeleton! Uh, she's about don't to- Don't tell me it's uh, a skeleton of a- of a tatzel worm. She's about to reply, when suddenly, the door to the tavern slams open. Oh, fuck, was it? Oh boy. And you hear an earth-shattering rumble of a cry, which says, Hello! <gasps> fuck! Hey! Oh, fuck! Oh, hey! Uh, you turn, and four figures uh, enter the tavern. Standing at the front is the hulking figure of Woodrow Bright, Paladin of Iomede. I'm vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just hear the word paladin and start just like get, uh, my my. I started getting warmer. 
<laughs> There's an issue here. <laughs> he uh, grins uh, and sort of stumbles forward. Uh, there to the side is uh, Piper Pipington, the cleric of Serenray, who's like, Well, I can safely say you've uh, quite done a good job with your kingdom. Uh, this is very impressive. <laughs> Glad you uh, think so. Then Triss Joyra, the uh, elven uh, druid, she's kind of like looking at her nails and she's like, I mean, it's all right. Don't get too cocky just because uh, Blondie over here said that it was nice. Uh, <laughs> and then Sildur Enyokes, uh human bard, he kind of like swoons over to the table and he's like, <laughs> Long time no see, fellas. Ooh, long time no Certainly see. has been a Certainly has been a while. <laughs> she kind of side-hides Icker. Uh, How you guys been? Uh, it's uh, Alden and uh, Casca. You can immediately tell that Icker. Uh, <laughs> you can immediately tell that Sildare has like clearly like wiped his hair back and like tried to freshen up his appearance a little bit. Uh, Icker, you do not notice this. You are in rapture. <laughs> Alden. Yeah. Alden turns to Casca, and he just he like. He does that thing where he, uh, you know the thing, uh, where you, like, glance over and you're, like, and, like, he's trying to, like, say it without saying it, but he's, like, they're, they're he's flirting, right? Casca just leans over to, to Alden, like, kind of turning her head towards him, and she whispers, oh, yeah, he's flirting. Yeah. Uh, Tanner clears her throat and is, like, so are you guys gonna introduce me or oh, oh right. right right of course um um so this is uh i guess kind of old friends that we've met along the way um we met them before we kind of s- started killsella mhm um so Iker kind of uh points to each one respectively um and he's like uh, well, this is Sildare, uh, Triss, Piper, and Woodra. Uh, each of them, uh, they kind of, like, uh, wave, and she's like, Well, hey, nice to meet ya! And, uh, Woodrow looks her up and down, leans forward and says, Tell me, little lady, what is your name? And, uh, she's like, uh, I'm Tanner! Tanner. And he puts a finger and says, Dunner, do you drink? Oh, here we go. Alden is like, oh no. God. Uh, and without Latricia here to stop her. Alden's like, oh no. Oh, Alden's no. like, yeah, I drink. Tanner. Tanner. Uh, so that starts happening. Uh, <laughs> Triss turns back to look at you all and says, oh, it took us way too long to get here. Well, we're glad you're here finally. Hope the yeah, journey wasn't uh, too we've been on the road uh, ever since we decided to split ways with our exploration charter group. Um, and Piper's like, "Yes, uh, we've um, we were with a man named Varn. Uh, he set up a, a kingdom or a barony, uh, a Varnhold to uh, to the east of here." Um, oh. However, um, well, Varn was, you see, 
Varn, and like still there, cuts through says, he was a boring piece of shit. <laughs> I mean, that's one of the way to put it. Oh my goodness. He's an archaeologist. We get it. You love ruins and you love uh, ancient <laughs> culture. I don't care. Archaeologist, you say? Go adventuring. Stop making me into a librarian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, all of them kind of like sigh. Uh, and like, Piper says... Yes, well, uh, we were guided here by um, a woman who was on her way to, to St. Gilmorg as well. Um, oh, yeah? So we didn't know that you had succeeded in making a barony, so when she told us uh, that you had one, well, we had to come. Huh. Oh, well, I'm glad you all decided to tag along. Well, where is this lady, if she came with you? And then the door slams open. Oh god. And uh, standing there is the silhouette of a tiny woman who stands there panting for a second and sort of like looks up and settles her eyes on the group. And she lets out a roar of Alden! Mom? Huh? Mom? Mom? And Alden Felstad's mother charges in and gives her, like, sort of, like, jumps up to give Alden a big hug. Oh, he hugs back. <laughs> um, she is uh, a small woman. Uh, she's Verizian, so she's got darker skin. Uh, her hair's a little darker, too, right? Mm-hmm. Her hair's dark, and it's in, like, a low side ponytail. Yeah. Uh, she looks like an anime mom. Uh, yes. Literally. I love her. So, Valid. now don't let it be said that I didn't put MILFs into the game. Shut um, the fuck up. Stop that. Excuse me! Shut the fuck uh, up. <laughs> uh, so, Brie Felstad uh, holds Alvin close in her answers. Look at you. you. You've groomed yourself. What a lovely haircut you have. Alden, you look fantastic. And these must be your friends that you've written so much about. They sure uh, are. <laughs> and she turns to you uh, and says, Iker and Casca, right? Yes. Uh, um, ah, yes. Hello Pleasure there. Pleasure to meet you. Hi, I'm... Uh, sorry. Uh, greetings, uh, Byron Fe- uh, Atikles. I'm Brie Felstad. I'm Alden's mother. Just call me Iker. <clears throat> All right. Uh, nice to meet you. <laughs> okay, Mrs. Um She's got the overwhelming urge to ask if you guys want, like, cookies or milk or anything. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Uh, she turns to you uh, and says, Sorry for not telling you. I was, um, I was just so excited because I finally, like, got finished with the jobs I was doing. And, mm-hmm. you know, I've decided, you know what? And she drops the big heavy bag that she was carrying. I'm going to move into St. Gilmore. <laughs> or maybe Fangberry. You, I don't really know, but you've talked so much about the place, and I want to be able to be here to see my son adventure and fight. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're here, Mom. Um, uh, over at the table, uh, Sildare looks up and says, Yeah, uh, Bree here told us all about how to get to St. Gilmore, and frankly, I'm far more impressed by then for I'm far more impressed by here than I was with uh Varnhold. So uh 
Well. Yeah, we're probably gonna kick it around here. Uh, <laughs> I actually have something I need to talk about with you, Ikra. Uh, sure. I'm sure. Yeah, because like I don't want. Uh, I don't want to be unemployed. What? What was that? Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Don't worry about it. Uh, they all kind of like. There's a few seconds of blinking, uh, because only three or four people at this table understand what that means. <laughs> Alden is ignoring Casca. <laughs> Alden is hugging his mom and telling her about all the cool stuff he's done lately. Mm-hmm. Tanner and Woodrow are both drinking their hearts out. Tanner is losing. This is not a surprise. Oh god, Tanner. And Triska like leans her uh, face in her hand and says, "So um, here's the deal." We're mercenaries, first and foremost. Do you need, like, a mercenary or two? Um. He looks at Casca. Because Alden's probably busier honestly, enough. Um. Honestly, I don't think it had to have a few mercenaries out here. Yeah, no. Um, we welcome Yeah, that. how about, like, a whole group of mercenaries? Like... Even better. How about, like, enough to have, like, a small army if you needed them? At, like, <laughs> a um, small army? Yeah, like, obviously they won't all be living here, but, like, what I'm saying is I can, uh, we can set you up with contracts to, um, be able to buy up an army if you need them at a moment's notice. That would be great, I think. We do have a need for one, maybe. Uh, so there's this, I mean, like, you'll be paying them, uh, when they fight. You don't have to, like, what oh, I'm saying is, we're interested in setting up a mercenary guild here in Kilsella. Yeah, um, of course. Piper sort of speaks up and says, I mean, it's not just um, army stuff, of course. If you ever need, like, someone to go out and do a job for you, do a fe- um, what we in the business like to call a fetch quest. Oh, yeah, that, mm-hmm. yeah. That would be good. Uh, if you need us to go into the woods to do, uh, get something for you, if you pay us uh, half of whatever it is you're being offered, we can definitely get you some mercenaries on the job. Yeah, that'd be great. It sounds really good to us. Sounds perfect. Uh, so Alara's like, great, let's shake on it. And he sort of offers a hand to Iker. All right. And he, he shakes Sildur's hand. And this is probably the most sexually tense handshake you've ever had. <laughs> Cassie is just looking at those two. No, she's feel making it a knife cat face. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel many things, I'm sure. Yeah, um, he's feeling a lot of things right now. Tanner <laughs> is still going. And uh, Woodrow's like, yes, more, come on. I know you can do it. And she's like, I made a sterner stuff than this. I can, uh. You're going to kill her. More! More! And he's like, yes, more! Hey, Tana, you sure you don't need any assistance? No, I'm good. I'm good. You sure? Mm-hmm. I'm offering. Mm-hmm. It's all good. And I think you guys just spend some time partying and, like, relaxing. Dice will roll will return after these messages. 
Hello, everyone, and thanks for listening to another episode of Dice Will Roll. Um, we've got some great news for you today. Um, starting this week, we are going to start uploading bi-weekly. And we mean that in the twice-a-week way, not the once-every-other-week. Um, what this means is that we'll be actually getting you a new episode of Dice Will Roll with Kingmaker on every Monday and Thursday. We're probably going to do this for all of summer, at the very least, uh, just because we have a lot more free time now. Uh, to edit these episodes, so we decide, hey, may as well give people, you know, a bit more content every week. So, yeah, now you can expect uh, an episode on Monday, an episode on Thursday. They'll both probably be in and around the same end as they currently are, and we really hope that you enjoy them. We were able to do this uh, specifically thanks to the Patreon community that we have. Uh, so let's give those guys a quick thanks. That's Annabelle Parker, Archfighter, Eamon T, John the Book Hoarder, King Anything, Leon, Murph, Paige Headington, Pink, Roxy Deegan, Sira, SS66Seeker, Susan TD, Tyler, and Valerie. You guys have been supporting us so much, and because of what you've, you know, helped contribute to us, we're now able to do these bi-weekly episodes. Uh, if you want to join our Patreon, uh, you can find the link in the description. You can get fun benefits like having your name listed out like this. Uh, you can six bonus episodes, uh, five of which are us doing adventure stuff when we first played uh, Doomsday Dawn, our first ever attempt at playing Pathfinder 2nd Edition. Uh, it's a great little dungeon crawl with a paladin, a bard, and a sorcerer. There's loads of goblins, a bit of mystery, loads of fun. The other thing you can get is the blooper reel of Dice Roll Book 1. So everything from episode 1 to episode 11. Uh, we made a load of goofs and bits that didn't end up in the show because we were... They were not part of the plan. Um, we stumbled over our words, said stupid stuff that made us look stupid, etc., etc. Stuff that was too embarrassing to put into the main show, but not too embarrassing to put on Patreon. For $10 a month, you can get a character on the show. Uh, there's going to be one of these uh, Patreon characters appearing in very soon in the episode, so keep an eye out for a certain dwarf. Um, you'll know them when you see them. And for more money, you can get extra benefits like getting episodes early, which is going to happen double time now that we've got uh, episodes coming bi-weekly, and even listening to us as we record. So yeah, you can get all of that on the Patreon, which you can find a link to in the description. We have another surprise though for everyone to thank you all for being great and sort of to celebrate Pride Month. Uh, are you tired of getting all your Pride merch from big corporations who do not give a single damn about you? We give a damn about you, and we're not quite a corporation. <laughs> uh, Dice Roll is opening its own Redbubble. Here you can get uh, merchandise which is specifically for Dice Roll, like uh, stickers of Alden, Casca, Iker, and Isoror. Uh, you can get the logo on a t-shirt, on a pillow, you can get like a little, get a clock with some of our merch, whatever you want, um, even little notebooks. But we also sell uh, merchandise which is just regular old gay D&D looking merch. So at the moment what we have is uh, different pride dice uh, stickers or t-shirts that you can get. We've got a lesbian dice, a gay one, a pan, ace, bi, trans, and a couple of other ones. Uh, so if you wanna help support, uh, you know, LGBT creators like us, and you'll have some, you know, something to show off to go with it, visit our Redbubble. Uh, it's all great value stuff. Uh, and I guarantee it's gonna look good on your body and or whatever you stick stuff to. You're enjoying Dice Will Roll? Make sure to leave us an iTunes review, tell a friend, share in the Discord, or join our Discord. Uh, come in with a conversation. Uh, you can find us at uh, 
tiny.cc slash dice will roll, or you can find a link in the description. So we hope you all enjoy that. We know we enjoy providing content to you. So yeah, we have a voice message now from uh, our very own Ashley, which we'll play at the end of the ads. If you want to submit voice messages, we will play them in these uh, little ad breaks too. So if, that's, if you want to interact with us, that's a great way to do it. Uh, you can do that by visiting anchor.com, whether it's on the website or on the app. But yeah, thanks for enjoying. Enjoy the rest of the episode. And most importantly, keep it rolling. Do you want to make a podcast, but you're just not sure where to start? Do what we did and try out anchor.fm. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. For one thing, it's free. There's also tons of uh, creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It'll distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even some places I've never even heard of. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So yeah, you want to make a show? Go for it. Download the free Anchor app today or go to Anchor FM to get started. Here's a hard question for you. Is it truly a hard question if Derry isn't saying them? We now return to Dice Will Roll. Uh, as the uh, evening starts coming, t- uh, you know, into late hours and the pub fills up, uh, Alden, you and your mom uh, go for a walk for fresh air. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bree is a lot shorter than you. I think mm-hmm. she's probably like 5'2 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, that so is she's... literally a foot shorter than... Yeah, she he is dwarfed by your size, Alden. Uh... But she seems happy and says, This really is an amazing thing you're doing, Alden. I'm so proud of you. (laughs) Thanks, Mom. It's been a while since I've been able to really relax. Knowing, like, being able to see you here and knowing that I'll be able to live close is a relief. Your mom gets worried sometimes, you know? Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry that I'm... Reckless. <laughs> she like uh, laughs a bit and says, "It's okay, Alvin." Um, and she looks up at you and says, "So, what's uh, what's the new big adventure? What's next on your agenda?" Um. Well, there's a. I I think I mentioned it in water. I'm not really sure that there is like a kingdom of monsters down south. Mm. Krondike or something? Something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> um, but they... We just... Like, oh, like not too long ago... Um, we just... Um, like... We had to... I had to save a kid who was kidnapped by some altered folk. And... They... Uh, the, the leader there who was somebody I thought we'd killed um he said something about that kingdom again and it's been starting to worry me a little bit more mm. she looks up at the sky a bit and uh turns back to you and says that does sound like it's gonna be trouble right yeah like we'll be able to handle it it's just something that's been worrying me I don't want anybody else to get hurt Especially after, like, a kid got kidnapped. Mm. And she, like, bites her lip and then says, And how are your dreams, Alden? They're... 
I don't always have that dream. But it still happens only, like, it'll happen once a month, but it's not like... He kind of, or she kind of, like, pats your shoulder and says, Alden, listen, you've always been a riley, a real rowdy kid, and I know you got that from me. <laughs> yeah, I did. Um, but I can tell you that, yeah, things are scary right now, but I know that you'll persevere. Thanks, Mom. You're welcome. I'm glad that I'm going to be here, because I want to be here for you. Thank you. Um, and I think you two talk a little bit uh, more inside, uh, or outside, and inside, uh, Iker and oh, Casca, you two are getting ready to, uh, getting ready to, uh, get going. Uh, Tanner is blackout drunk, um, so you, she's kind of slumped over your shoulder, Casca. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna take it home. Sure you don't need help? I think I got her. Alright, um, good luck. Sildare uh, is obviously like floating around Icar being all flirty. Uh, <laughs> Triss actually got tired of this shit and left with Piper a while back. <laughs> she, does, she is sick of Sildare's bullshit. Uh, Woodrow's probably like uh, helping with Tanner as well. When you hear a voice that says, uh, you guys are the kingmakers, right? Uh, two of us, turn, yeah. And, uh, you see, uh, a dwarf. Oh! Uh, with sort of, like, a blonde, bushy mustache and beard. And, like, the hair is kind of, like, tied into a bun. And, uh, you actually probably know him vaguely uh you've seen his face around uh the tavern a couple of times uh Gnock is a uh dwarf uh who's kind of like living on the edges of town uh he's kind of a rude asshole you know but like a lot of people in town seem to find him endearing so like people put up with him like he's kind of a crabby guy Lovable but he's times. not like the worst yeah uh and he looks up and says Wait, where's the, uh, the other one? Like, um, and like, he kind of makes some like, s like, sword swinging gestures. This you is mean the uh, sheriff. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Uh, cause I got a hot tip for you guys. Oh. Uh, well, he went on a walk a while ago. Um, don't know when he'll he be back. He should be back here shortly. Yeah, probably soon. Yeah. Okay, so hear me out. This is gonna sound crazy. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a cult in town. You what? A cult. Yeah! A cult of... It's like, you know... Her! No. Of what? Oh, Do you want me to say her name? Is that it? I mean... I mean, there's only one of her that boils my blood, so if it starts with green, then you got it. What? Never mind, Never mind, mind. we are not on the <laughs> same page. Tell us who, or we won't know what you're talking about. It's Girona. Girona? 
Oh my uh, God. I want you to make me a religion check. What is oh, your religion sure. modifier? Um, a religion modifier is a plus one. <laughs> uh, Casca, do you want to roll this, maybe? Yep, hers is five. Okay. Please. Okay. Uh, Casca, you know who Girona is. Uh, yeah. Uh, she's a god, but she's a very, uh, she's not a particularly, uh, well-known one, uh, in that mm-hmm. she is exclusively worshipped, or at least almost exclusively worshipped, in the River Kingdoms. Uh, clerics of Girona lose their powers once they leave. That's fucked up. Interesting. Uh, she is, uh, known as the Angry Hag. Uh, she is the goddess of hatred, extortion, and spite. Uh, and she represents a threat to any community throughout the River Kingdoms. They're, like, uh, usually, uh, like, midwives or, like, you know, nice ladies that you'd see on the streets working in shops who have a deep hatred for the world and, uh, work to rip it apart. Uh, so obviously Hmm. that is a very credible threat if it's true. Yeah. So where'd you hear about this? I saw them with my own eyes! Alright. What'd you see? Yeah, I saw them running through the streets late at night with, like, these black cloaks and stuff and, like, weird headdresses and whatever. Ooh, yeah, that's a little culty. Um. Yeah! You believe me, right? And they're around here in St. Gilmore's. Yeah! Okay. I think Um, that we should check it out. Um. Definitely, because it's not going to look good for us if our kingdom falls to that. Yeah, listen... I know our religions suck shit. Yeah. But. Yeah, okay. Which is a bold statement. That is it's a pretty a bold, bold statement. statement. It's uh, a bold statement saying in front of the high priestess. Yeah. Saying in front of Crowley, actually. Uh, you, as he says, uh, he says just quite loudly, uh, Crowley Kiram, the tavern keeper, he flinches mm. a little bit. Oh, <laughs> no. Um, and he goes on to say, all religions are bullshit, but Girona, their, her followers are like crazy, you know? Oh, believe me, from what I know, they're a bit crazy, yes. I tried, I've tried warning people and I've tried go, like, hey, watch out for the cult, but no one believes me, so like, I'm going straight to the top. Well, how long ago did you well, see him? Like two weeks. Oh, God. Okay. Alright. And you said that they've just been around at night with... Well, I only saw them once. Since then? Right. No. I, I've seen them once. At all? Yeah. Okay. Well. Alright. Considering... But there's been stuff going around town, and that's... Uh, the cult of Girona is the only thing I can explain it by. What do you stuff mean by stuff? In... Uh, there's been people talking about, like, uh, newborn kids being, like, snatched away and replaced with changelings. There's been, like, uh, lots of fights starting out, uh, in, like, taverns and stuff, especially between women. It's gotta be her. It's gotta be their cult. Icar isn't sold. Um, well, we will keep an eye out for sure. Thank you. I, I can't 
really tell you how grateful it makes me uh, that you guys are going to look into shutting down this stupid-ass church of whatever <laughs> and okay. help. And he starts ranting for a few minutes about how stupid religion is. Casca is uncomfortable. Alden <laughs> walks exhausted. into the bar again. <laughs> Alden, you return with uh, with your mom. And uh, he looks up and says, Hey, uh, Sheriff. Hey. There's crooks running around the streets. What are you going to do about it? I'll stop him? Yeah. He's got the right idea. Casca just looks at Alden and she's like, Right. Alden notices that look. <laughs> Crowley is uh, cleaning uh, cleaning a mug furiously in the corner. Iker looks Cas- at Crowley like, I'm so fucking sorry. Casca looks at Crowley and she's like, I'm on the same boat, man. Uh, and Gnock, who, like I said, is a loud, crabby jerk, uh, scratches his beard and says, so, uh, you're gonna look into it, you're gonna find out, you know, what's, if it really is the cult, and, like, stop him? I'm sorry, cult? Yeah, uh, dude, a cult of okay. Girona. Of Girona, okay. I'll um, fill you in later. Yeah. I'll I mean, look. right here in the streets, what are you gonna well, do about hey, it? Hey, I'll, I'll look hey, into it, don't worry. Hey, said that we're gonna keep an eye out for it, okay? Right. I mean, like, if you don't, there's people are gonna die, you know. Oh, I, hey, know. hey, I know we're we're handling things. Yeah, you don't want to fuck this up, okay? Hey, okay, okay. Let's, all right. Let's take a step back. Okay. Cool. Right. And he like, there's an awkward tense silence for a second, uh, and so they're like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then knocks. Off. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going back into the woods. If anyone dies, not my fault. Alright. Alright. Of course. Good meeting you. Right. Bye. And he kind of like stumbles out, looking a little bit drunk. Looks like he's kind of out. So there clears his throat and says, (sighs) So, what the fuck? I don't know. Literally, I have no idea. Don't worry about it. There's a a shout of despair from the bar and uh, Crowley says for fuck's sake like you okay? Uh, yeah I'm a fucking cleric I'm you're not right cl- listen uh, I understand wait, you're a cleric? Uh, he points to the back of the tavern and there is a shrine to Caden Caleb it's small and not particularly in your face but it's there he says yeah I'm why do you think I've got a whole bar with stained glass windows of course I'm a cleric Hey, Crowley, I understand. High Priestess. Yeah, Crowley, it's okay. I like I worship Kate and Caitlin too. I'm just kind of. Yeah, I know you do. <laughs> From your drinking bills, I know you do, bud. <laughs> Shush. My mom is here. Um, Bree kind of like scratches under her nose and says, "So, Kate and Caitlin. Mm-hmm. What happened to the worship good old Arastal? <laughs> I still she worship said. him too." Oh yeah? Yes. Um She's about to tease him more, but like then Crowley exhales and says You know though, I am a little bit worried actually myself about all that. About the whole Girona thing. I didn't really think of it myself, but I've had husbands come in lately 
talking about how they think their wives are cheating on them. Women coming in talking about how their kids don't act like their kids anymore. Mm. I'll look into it. Yeah, I know. Maybe Gnock, uh, maybe Knock is a uh, loud and a rather emotional person, but he. Uh, no, yeah. <laughs> don't know what to say except the. If the signs are there, boys, the signs are there. Listen, I'm closing up for night, getting a little late. Uh, mm-hmm. And he glances at uh, Tanner, who is still blackout drunk, being held mm-hmm. by uh, Woodrow and Casca. says, Make sure to get yourselves home, okay? Of course. Yeah, we'll don't do. worry, I, I got this covered. <laughs> Um, so you guys, uh, all make your way, uh, make your ways home. Uh, Woodrow and, uh, Woodrow, uh, decides to go off to stay in the uh, accommodation that Triss and, uh, Piper are going to. Uh, he lets, he lets a good, uh, loud, goodbye, as he goes. <laughs> um, Tanner, uh, is brought back to her home. Uh, where Latricia is in a nightgown, uh, almost like waiting behind the door when you open, and she's like, <laughs> she looks down at Tanner and's like, "Yep, that's what I expected." <laughs> yeah, go and do a bit. I, I leave, she's I, here. She like holds Tanner for a second. Says, I take my eyes off her for ten seconds, and she goes off into the wilds and then gets drunk. Well, I mean. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's okay. Uh, she didn't like do anything weird, right? Uh, no, not not anything weird that I've seen except. She's for... looking directly at you, Casca. <laughs> God. No, she hasn't done anything weird. Why are you looking at me like that? She has a look, which I'm sure many of our ace listeners will. Um, sympathize with and she says I'm going to close the door now and go to bed because it's like 3am right okay good talk <laughs> I'm gonna go <laughs> um, and she closes the door Casca oh um, walks back home with a slight and she's slightly confused <laughs> um Sildare is still haunting Icker. Uh, haunting! Haunting! Oh, uh, I think, Icker, you probably tell him that you can't because you need to talk to Alden Casca uh, uh, because that was a lot of stuff that's happened. Yeah. Uh, it's probably best for you guys to form a battle plan or at least talk about <sighs> it a little bit before going to bed. So you send Sildare uh, away like, like a some other puppy. time. He's like, oh, okay. <laughs> Um, so you guys now stand in the moonlit streets of Kilsella. Um, you hear like the howl of a wolf off in the distance, fire in the Shrike Hills. And it's quiet. <sighs> what do you guys say to each other? That was a lot. <laughs> yep, that it was. That was a lot. But you're also going to want to hear it. So buckle up to hear some more. More? 
Oh, fuck. The wolves. Apparently, there's a hunter that's been killed. Another one. Shit. Yeah. Alright. I met up with the man on the soapbox again. You actually talked to him? Uh, yes. I, uh, he couldn't, uh, come up with a good counter-argument. So, I mean, what else he is stepped new? down. Honestly, we can't touch him. At all. We can't, and I don't want to. Alden's like, um, well, I went, when I went up to, um, to, uh, Levitt's Crossing, um, I saw Farway. You did? Um, yeah, he's doing good. Um, good. he was trying to tell me a story. Um, there, he says that there's, like, a sword, a really, like, like, something about a broken, but, like, really powerful sword buried somewhere in the Lonely Hallow. Um, and then I told him that we know where the Lonely Hallow is, and he looked very sad, and I felt really guilty. Um, Why'd you tell him that? Because, but, I, I didn't know it was gonna upset him! Well, alright. How am I supposed to know these things? <laughs> alright, that's fair. Well, the Lonely Hallow, that was, uh... That was a place that was marked on a map anyways, right? From the yeah. from the gnomes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then we could check that out. It, it'd be probably easy to... It'd probably be easy for us to find. <laughs> yeah. Um, I do want to check that out, but I do also want to keep... You know, like, looking out for things here. Because we do have... Apparently, some issues here now. Yeah. Within the city and on our border. Yep. So, what's the plan? What do you guys decide to do? Is there any lead that you want to follow? Um, I think the two most important things that we need to take care of is the uh, cult situation and the hunter situation. <laughs> yeah. Um,. I think the the wolf one is more pressing because uh, someone just died. <laughs> yeah, someone just died, and the cult hasn't been seen for a while. Only been seen by Nock for like about two weeks ago. So I think we should go for the wolf one first. Mm -hmm. Uh. So yeah, when the morning comes, do you want to try find where that might be? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh. Well, you guys, all get some rest. Alden snores. Casca <laughs> <laughs> is cuddling a sorry. Um, I love her. Um, the way that Iker sleeps, he sleeps with like half his fucking body off the bed. Oh god, me. <laughs> Alden, when you sleep, uh, you dream uh, of the woods again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you're with Briar again. Mm-hmm. Um... And she's sleepy. A lot of the time uh, in these dreams now, she's a lot more sleepy. Mm -hmm. Which is better than her crying. You'll say that. Yeah. Uh, she sees you, Alden, and smiles kind of like dreamily. And she's like, hi, Alden. Hi, Briar. Uh, she kind of like pats the ground beside her as if she wants you to sit. He sits next to her. Uh, she exhales and sort of sits her cheek down on Alden's, uh, on Alden's lap. And, uh, she looks up at the sky and says, Alden? Mm-hmm? Do you like books? 
Uh, I don't read a lot anymore, but I do. What's your favorite kind of book? Mm. <laughs> I like books about adventure. Adventures sound scary. There's a lot that could happen, but it also seems really fun. Mm-hmm. I always liked adventure. I was a rowdy kid. <laughs> rowdy, dirty boy. <laughs> he was not dirty. <laughs> <laughs> she kind of like giggles and says, I like romance novels. <laughs> you like romance? I love this kid. Her name's Briar. You, you, like love sto- <laughs> you like love stories? <laughs> Yeah, I like love stories where they get to be happy forever. Those are pretty good stories. And she looks sad for a second, says, but they don't really happen all the time, do they? They do happen. It's not, those stories aren't just stories all the time. There are people who do find somebody that they love and have a happy ending but then other people get in the way that's what happens in real life isn't it (laughs) that sounds a little bit more like a soap opera book than (laughs) (laughs) I don't think that people always get in the way maybe not maybe not maybe I've just been reading really bad stories you know what book I like Alden what book do you like my favorite book I've ever read. Mm-hmm. It's Zudiger, uh, it's called Zudiger's Picnic. Oh yeah. Yeah. I've What's never it actually read it myself though, but I know it exists somewhere. You've never read it yourself, but it's your favorite book. <laughs> it's because my old caretaker used to tell me all about it. Huh. It's a picture book. I think it came. I don't. I think it came from your world, Elden. Oh yeah. If you ever find Zudiger's picnic, let me know, okay? I will. I'd love to see it. <laughs> of course. She. My old caretaker used to tell me all about how pretty the pictures in it were. Oh yeah. But she also said that they used to tell a story. More than just a story of what was happening in the picnic. But a story of the world that it was talking about. I don't know if that makes sense, Alton. I'm a little confused, (sighs) but are you okay? Yeah, I'm just sleepy. Do you want to sleep? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm right here. I think she kind of like holds onto you a little closer before slowly she falls into a uh, deep slumber. Do you wake up feeling refreshed the next morning? Hmm. Hmm, he's right. Holden wakes up and he's like, fucking romance books. What kind of books is she reading? Hmm. Um, but regardless, I, 
you get up to meet up with Casca and Iker outside soon after uh, to go deal with this wolf problem. Uh, so, Casca and Iker, you are outside. How are you guys feeling? Uh, tired. Actually, not tired. Uh, she's doing alright. Um, what do you guys say to each other? No one's like, I had the dream again. Oh, shit. What about? Briar. The, ki the kid? Okay. Yeah. She was talking about books. She what said she, she, she says she likes romance books. Oh, God. Oh, that's adorable. That is pretty cute. <laughs> yeah. And then she does she... seem like a preteen, so. Yeah. And <laughs> she... <laughs> this is fair. <laughs> and she's like, he's like, and she, uh, she said that, that, she said that it doesn't happen like that in real life. That people always get in the way, and I was like, the fuck are you talking about? Sometimes that... it happens. I yeah. mean, sure, but that, that at the same time, that sounds more like a drama. Yeah. I, that's what I was fucking saying! <laughs> that's what I said. So negative. Well, I mean, what kind of book did did she say a specific book that she liked? Um, she did. Um, she said she liked a book called was it Zelliger's Cradle? Zudiger's Picnic. Zudiger's Picnic. Close enough. Hmm. Sorry, um, I have bad memory. We have <laughs> a okay. library, right? Who knows? Maybe Aker, it's in the you library. Jump. Oh. You've heard of the Zudiger's Picnic? Oh, I have heard of that. Okay. What about uh, you it? never read it, but uh, it was published in Patax about 42 years ago. Oh, great. <laughs> um, from what you remember, it's a picture book, but like it's rare. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I know that book, actually. You've heard of it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's... Um, she said that her old caretaker read it and would tell her about it. Was her old caretaker from Patax? I don't know. Why um, is that? I, well, that's where it was written, and it's kind of rare to come across. I've never huh. even seen it. Weird. Well, weird. she didn't talk much about it afterwards, other than saying that, like, her old caretaker said that like it was like a really pretty book and oh um yeah it's a picture book i think yeah yeah yes it is um well, kids but she's... usually like that sort of thing but she said to tell her if i find it and i mean i don't know where i would ever find that book but i don't know either but if we do i hope you get to show it to her she fell asleep after that though <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. Well. So after discussing this, uh, I think you've probably saddled up by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't think it takes much uh, poking around. Most people uh, agree that the place that's unsafe to travel through is uh, sort of the area of land between St. Gilmore's and uh, Suitscale Hill. Mm -hmm. In fact, Iker, for the last while, uh, you've been actually traveling alongside the river to get to Suitscale Hill, mm -hmm. rather than going through the plains to uh, the east of uh, St. Gilmore, because there it's been notoriously dangerous lately. Okay. Hmm. 
So, what do you guys do? So, yeah, let's head there. Okay. Uh, do you all head out? Mm-hmm. Well, yep. on you go. Do you guys uh, uh, hike out? Uh, are you bringing uh, Isaror with you, Casca? Yes. Uh, why wouldn't we? She always brings him. As you like, he's running alongside you guys, real excited. But as soon as you start like leaving the boundaries of uh, the hinterlands of Saint Kilmorg, uh, you hear your first howl of the morning. Oh. Which immediately causes Isror to stop. Uh oh. Uh oh. She stops uh, and turns over, and she's like, "Are you okay?" He has his tail between his legs and he's kind of like shrunken up a little bit. Oh no. Baby boy, no. (laughs) Baby boy, no. Hey, Hey, it's okay. She gets gets off her horse really fast and she's like immediately in front of him. She's like, hey, it's okay. Uh, He whines a bit. He is definitely a little bit unnerved. Is he alright? What's wrong? Uh, He doesn't like what we're about I don't think he likes uh, where we're going. That's concerning. That is concerning. Yeah. Uh, Isra, do you need to stay here? Hey, did they say there was... I, you know the... How they said... how well, You said something about, like, a hunter died because of wolves? Mm-hmm. A wolf pack, yeah. Um, didn't the... Like, that the monster kingdom have wolves wasn't that something that they said oh they did I, probably watch out he bragged a lot about having lots of wolves so yeah. because I I think that now that I'm thinking about it and if if Isaror is scared um then like that might be something that that might be what this is. That's okay. just my theory, but... <sighs> um, if we need to uh, leave Isor back home, then that's... That wouldn't be, like, a problem, would it? it as long as he's safe and we return quickly, we, it shouldn't be a problem. Yeah, she I turns prefer back the to best Isor. member of our team to be safe. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong! <laughs> yeah. Uh, Casca, you turn ready to tell him that uh, he can go home, but you get the sense he doesn't want to. Oh, he's just afraid. Oh, baby, bubbly. Oh. Hey, hey, Israel, listen. We're going to be okay. All right, it's gonna be fine. We're all gonna we're all gonna return safely. I'm gonna cry. I love this wolf so much. <laughs> uh, he barks a bit. Um, as you start to uh, enter the Hexto, you definitely hear wolf howls more and more often. And to the point where it starts to get a little bit unnerving. Mm. KK, uh, I want you to make me a survival check. Survival. Okay. 28. Uh, yeah, uh, you do find 
wolf tracks relatively easy. Um, and I take with a 28, you find that there's other canine-like tracks every once in a while. Heavier ones, which have like a more rounded footstep. <gasps> Big mm. wolves? Concerning. Mega wolves. <laughs> I think the word for uh, that is dire wolf, but... You know what? <laughs> they're, not dire, they're not dire wolf footprints. Hmm. That's... You know that much. You know what a dire wolf uh, foot is. This thing is a lot more... A lot more mega wolf. No. God. They're almost like rhino footsteps if they were wolves. Hello? What? Sorry? They're very rounded footsteps. Okay. Alright, this is strange. Yeah. Um, there are wolves, definitely. Uh, the canines and maybe like rounded some footsteps. Breed? I it probably I've never encountered this sort of print before, but it's definitely not pure wolf. Hmm. Um, but as you follow them, you see a cave. And this is where a lot of the wolf tracks seem to be following. Uh, and you do hear a few wolf howls come from within, causing Isthor to shiver a little bit. <laughs> Casca has a hand on Isthor. Tight space Alden with a bunch of wolves. Alden pats Isthor's head and he's like, It's okay, because I can also protect you. Uh, uh, he makes a yipping noise and I love you. looks a little bit more calm. I love you so much. <laughs> I love you so much. <laughs> uh, Icar gives him a little scritch behind the ears. Uh, that, that's worrying though, like a cave full of wolves. I don't know why. It just seems worse than like wolves out in the open. There's something organized about this. That's what you're getting from this, Casca. This is not the behavior of regular wolves. Hmm. I really don't like this. Alden's like, is this the kind of thing that, like, you don't, like, you, do you, do you want me to try, like, cause, like, I know you really like animals, Casca. Is this the kind of thing where, like, you, like, you want me to, like, not attack first, or do you want me to, like, attack first? If we come- if it comes to that. If it comes to it, you might have to attack. Cause these are not- this is not a normal wolf- this isn't normal wolf activity at all. Yeah, this is weird. Alright. <laughs> Every, yeah, everything about this is strange. So keep your keep your eyes open, and they already killed many hunters before, so we are no different. All right. Alden pats his swords, and he's like, "You'll be okay." You want me to go first? I am kind of just I am the strong boy, and I can. You're the strong. You're the strong boy, and you also have really good eyes. Yep. So. I do. Use your magic eyes. <laughs> They're just good. 
Um, I mean, you approach the cave. And uh, immediately, uh, you are met with the growls and howls of wolves within. And you see a few of them, uh, there's at least uh, two, which immediately, like, uh, jump out and snarl at you. And you're like, you grip your sword when suddenly you hear a voice. And it says, Sit! And uh, the wolves immediately drop and sit like they're trained. Yeah, okay. Fuck. There's something deeper in the cave. Alden looks back and he's like, are you guys... Come closer. Well, heroes back now. of Kinsella. Alright. That's... There's definitely no turning back now, so I guess we should go. Isoror is shaking. Oh ah. no, I can't deal with that. Um... You enter the cave now and you see a shape lying atop a pile of carcasses. Deer, uh, bears, even like some magical beasts. There's like a single owl bear which is atop this pile. Oh, terrifying. And sitting upon it like a lion relaxing in the sun is the scariest fucking wolf you have ever seen. Have any of you watched The Neverending Story? Yes. No. No. There is a character in it called the Gamork. Okay. Oh my god. Hey, Ritz, have you seen The Neverending Story? When I was a kid, yeah. Hey, everyone who's listening, I'm about to... Uh, I need you to go to google.com if you don't know what the Gamork looks like. I'm about to show them, okay? Hey, guys, this is what the Gamork looks like. <laughs> He's bad. He's really bad. Okay. Oh my god. If I was a child, I'd cry. I did I cry. did! Oh no! <laughs> Why do you think I'm fucking afraid of dogs? This movie traumatized me. <laughs> How dare this movie destroy hey, an animal so it is fucking is a good fucking movie. For the people, uh, just to make sure that I describe it, it is an immense black wolf. Uh, it is about the size of a horse with glowing yellow eyes and huge teeth. But it, like, stares down at you all and, uh, it says... It talks? <laughs> well, well, well. The heroes of Kinsella themselves. Welcome to my cave. Welcome to my kingdom. Gotta say, weird place to put a kingdom. <laughs> no, no, no. <sighs> Allow me to introduce myself before we get into politics. I am Howl of the North Wind. Cool name to pick it yourself. <laughs> My mother named me that. Oh. <laughs> a sweet name. Okay. I, 
What did... What's your name? <laughs> Not important. Casca? Yeah, you. Did, no, no, Detrude. What's your name? Casca? That's a funny name to name yourself. <laughs> hey, fuck you. Casca's a cool name. <laughs> I am Howl of the North Wind. Wolklings of Howl. Okay. <laughs> Anyways. Yes. Okay. Hi. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> it Jesus is Christ. so good to finally meet a neighbor. I was wondering if maybe my signals weren't getting out to you all. Oh, those your were your signals, signals, huh? Your signals of hurting and killing people. Presumably that's what you do when you want to scare monsters away. If you no. wanted to talk politics, you could have just sent a oh. letter or a messenger. I don't have hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, like, I... Set us a pulp for whatever. Of, of all of the things, Casca, that, like, are true, um, he doesn't have hands. <laughs> I don't know, he could send a pulp uh. print or something. <laughs> I can't really blame him for not being able to send a letter. A messenger. He's a f- okay. <laughs> uh, he like and says, and my friends, they don't quite talk as much as I do. Uh, oh, you don't you teach wolves, them. Uh, the wolves around are like, yeah. Isaror is kind of freaking out. By the way, he does not like being in front of this guy. And uh, Howl of the North Wind says, So, it's interesting that you've all come here. How can I help you? Um, <coughs> uh, he composed himself again. <laughs> and he's like, uh, well, I guess we're here to kind of ask you about those uh, messages, and probably ask you not to send anymore. I shall do as I please. Uh, not if it hurts people. <laughs> Tell me! You know the River Freedoms, don't you? As a lord of the River Kingdoms. Don't you? Yes. One of those river freedoms is courts are for kings. Don't you remember what that means? While you are on the land of another river king, you are to follow his laws. Who went ahead and made you king? I'm no king. Merely... Viceroy. Viceroy. God God damn it, damn it. king. I believe you are well acquainted. Mm. Uh, is he big and menacing and kind of a giant? He's not giant. He is many of those things. But he is also... A rather giving ruler, we'll say. You don't say. And 
he has gifted me with allies. And uh, from the darkness, you see a fucking monstrosity. Hmm. Oh, here we go. Uh, <laughs> it is, quite frankly, the ugliest dog you've ever seen. No such fucking thing. Uh, in that it doesn't really look like a dog. <laughs> it's still a dog, though. Fuck you. <laughs> it is a huge, fat, uh, completely hairless and covered in warts. Uh, it's like a giant bulldog. He's valid. Um, except not as cute and way stinkier. <laughs> you know what? He's valid. <laughs> oh, uh, God. <laughs> this is a troll hound. Have you ever encountered a troll hound before? No. For I had not. But I will say, they are quite resilient and quite good at crushing the skulls of man. Lovely. Haven't seen it. No wonder those, those paws were rounded. Was it planning on seeing it? Uh, the, the troll hound, like, sort of grunts. Um, and, uh, how the north-winged sort of uh, comes closer and he says uh, now you have asked me to stop the killings mm. is that correct? Yes. yeah it'd be very much appreciated yes alright sure sounds good cool glad we <clears throat> do business that's it no cool. of course it wasn't Great. that was too easy uh, he says for you see, I did get one extra tidbit, along with my gift here. He sort of like nods at uh, the troll hand and he says, Because for every leader of your kingdom, I bring the bones of to Haruka. I'm going to get a lovely extra piece of land for myself to control. And would you look at that? And as you realize that a few of the wolves have actually circled behind you, blocking your exit from the cave, he says, I've been given three little piggies, all to be taken out in one fell swoop. Bold of you to assume we'll go down that easily. Yeah, I wouldn't count on that fucking land. Oh, but I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. You may look brave now, but tell me. Are you afraid of the big bad wolf? I am afraid of shit. Let's find out, shall we? Oh, we'll see about that. Kill some fucking dogs. <laughs> yeah, let's fucking roll some initiative, boys.